This is an ABC podcast. All aboard! Hujumbo, and welcome to Animal Sound Safari. I'm Lawrence, and I want to know are you ready for an adventure? Great! Because each safari, I take you to a different part of the world to meet a special animal. We have a magical safari mobile to get there. This beast travels at warp speed. That means it goes very, very, very fast. So today's trip is going to be a hoot. As your wise old safari guide, I advise you to bring some night vision goggles because the animal we're visiting is nocturnal. That means they sleep in the day and are awake at night. Can you guess who we're meeting? We're going on safari to meet an owl. I'm so excited about heading off on our safari today. But first off, let's think about what we already know about owls. Owls are the um, ancient Greek symbol for um, Athena, the ancient Greek goddess of wisdom and battle strategy. I've seen one before. It was a barking owl. It made this noise like. <laughs> they're always supposed to be really wise, but the whole reason people think they're wise because they've got good physical features. People think that owls should wear glasses, but that would be kind of crazy because they have problems. They have super good eyesight, but then they're wearing glasses. I really like owls. I'd actually listen to a podcast about owls. So Same. if you like owls, you listen to this one. Of course, you'd listen to a podcast about owls. Owl podcasts are the best. Thanks for your thoughts, there, guys. Okay, any moment now, Laura will be calling with my owl briefing. She's our animal expert back at Safari HQ. Oh, guys, it's owl getting very exciting now. Get it? I said owl instead of all. <laughs> oh, I'm such a hoot. Base to Lawrence. Base to Lawrence. Do you read? Oh, oh, there she is now. Hey, Laura, my wise owl of a friend. Hey, wise owl, I like that. And I think you've said something pretty interesting there, Lawrence. Why do you think owls are wise? You know, I'm actually not so sure. Is it their big beady eyes that stare at you and it, it feels like they can see right through you? Or, or, or actually, maybe it's, it's the way they turn their heads all the way around and they stay so straight and so serious while they're doing it. But owls aren't just turning their heads for fun, Lawrence. Owls can't move their eyes at all. In fact, owls don't even have eyeballs. They don't have eyeballs? They're tubes, like binoculars, and they help them see a very long way. That's why owls have to turn their heads around, so they can see with their big tuby eyes. That's it. Owls are wise because of their tuby tuby eyes. Safari briefing done. Not so fast, Lawrence. I wonder if one of the reasons we have so many different opinions about owls is because of the way they look. For us humans, eyes are the windows to the soul. 
And maybe because owls' eyes are so big and so different, it makes some people love them and other people not trust them. Huh. You've given us a lot to think about, Laura. But look, I'll debrief with you after the trip. Over and out, Laura. Over and out. Today, we go to the eastern coast of Africa, to a country called, drumroll please, Kenya. So come on, let's climb into the magic safari mobile. Just watch your head though, it's a little bit low there. Buckle in. Hit that button for me. That one just over there. There we go. Let's get out of here. And it's looking like it's owl systems go. We are firing on owl cylinders now. Oh, no, I nicked a tree. And another tree. Oh, and the ground's coming up pretty quick. Hold on, hold on. Okay, really need to work on landing this thing. Hello, Kenya. So, I know, you might think that today, because we're visiting Kenya, we might be checking out some of their more famous animals. Like a giraffe or a rhino. But we're not doing that this time. This time, we're going to find out why lots of people in Kenya are scared of owls. And my friend Amosh said he's going to tell us a bit more about it. Actually, wait, there he is now. Hey, Amosh. Hujambo, Lawrence. That's how we say hello in Swahili. Hujambo, Amosh. Can you say hujambo with me? Hujambo. Nice. Great work. Hey, Amosh. I know you have a gazillion amazing animals in Kenya, like elephants and lions and rhinos and gazelle, but we're here to find out about a much smaller creature. You're right, Lawrence. Most people come here for big safari animals, which is why you might not think about owls in this part of the world. We call them bundi. Bundi. I like that. Can you say bundi? Bundi. bundi. When we make an owl sound, we say hoot hoot or even twit twoo. What do you hear, Amosh? Hmm. Well, I don't hear hoot hoot or twit twoot. I hear... Ooh, ooh. All right, let's try it together. One, two, three. Ooh, ooh. Nice. Now, Amosh, look, I've always thought that owls are a little bit magical, and I've also hoped that one of them would, you know, come through my window and send me a little little letter saying that I'm actually a wizard. But do people in Kenya think that they're magical too? We do, but unfortunately, not in a good way. When our elders tell us stories about owls, the owls are usually evil. Oh, evil owls. Tell me about them. As long as it's not too scary. Sure. This is a story from my tribe. My people. The Luas. Imagine you live in a village. It's full of small huts with walls made of mud and rooftops made from straw. They're all close together. Big families live in these villages. Often, animals just wander into the village. Antelopes, baboons. Wow, that's kind of cool. But there's an animal that when it comes to visit, your family worries about more than any other. Okay, it's got to be a big cat, right? Like a cheetah. Oh, no, 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 a lion. 
While all of those animals can be scary, the people in our village are most worried about owls. Really? One evening, an owl soars into your village and perches on a straw roof. When your friends and family spot the owl, they don't scream. Because the superstition is, if you let the owl hear your voice, bad things will happen. Your village must make the owl go away. So they start throwing rocks at the owl, trying to get it to leave. Watch out, little owl! Until, eventually, it flies away. That was intense. But your friends and family are still scared. They fear the damage has been done. Hang on, I don't get it, Amosh. What damage? You have to understand the Kenyan culture, Lawrence. Our legends say that owls are bad spirits that bring sickness and sometimes death. They don't peck people or hit them with their wings. Just being there is enough. If an owl lands in your village, something bad is going to happen. Whoa, that's spooky. But is it true? Some people still believe it, but it's what we call a superstition, a belief that has never been proven. In fact, lots of Kenyans are now trying to prove that owls aren't bad spirits. They're spreading different kinds of stories. Owl love stories. Wait. Did you say Kenyan people are trying to spread owl love stories? And owl will always love you. Owl will always love you. Lawrence, that's very flattering. But I don't think we know each other well enough for you to tell me you love me. I wasn't... I mean... Go on, Amosh. My favorite owl love story is a true story about two spotted eagle owls, Melima and Macho. Ooh, I'll be Macho in the story, because, you know, I'm Macho. Hang on. <clears throat> Macho Lawrence with big muscles, a, a strong jaw, just a generally manly physique, you know. Okay, but our story starts with Melima. Ladies first. <sighs> Milima's flying through a village one night, searching the ground with her powerful eyes for a fat rat for dinner. She is so focused on her hunt that she doesn't see a car up ahead, and she flies straight into it, falling to the ground with an enormous thump. Miraculously, Milima's still alive, but her left wing is shattered, and she can't lift it to fly away. I'll save you. Much as not in the story yet. Oops. Sorry. As the day draws on and Melima blinks away the sunlight, a human silhouette appears above her. She squeezes her eyes tightly, thinking she's surely done for. But the human gently picks her up. He wraps her in a blanket, puts her in a car, and drives away. Melima's fear gradually disappears as she can sense that this human is trying to help her, not harm her. And she's right. The human takes her to a place called Raptor Rehab, where vets give Melima surgery to fix her broken wing. 
This isn't sounding much like a love story, Amosh. When does Macho... <clears throat> Sorry. I mean, when do I get there? Patience, Lawrence. One day, as Milima practices flapping her bandaged wing, a new spotted eagle owl arrives at the center. Never fear, Macho is here. Macho, Macho bird. Not so fast, Lawrence. Macho is in a bad shape. He's hit a car roof rack. One leg is shattered and he can't open his left eye. Oh, that really hurts. Oh, my leg and my beautiful eye. The vets at Raptor Rehab do their best to mend his injuries. But Macho's eye can't be saved. And the thing is, with only one eye, Macho won't survive if he's sent back out in the wild. But then, with his good eye, Macho notices Milima. How you doing, girl? I'm Macho by name and Macho by nature. Macho ruffles Milima's feathers. Surprisingly, she likes the look of him a lot. She stays by his side, helping him recover from his accident. Day by day, night by night, they fall in love. And to this day, Milima and Macho are still living happily together at the Raptor Rehab Center. All you need is love. <gasps> and best of all, when Kenyans visit the Raptor Rehab, they get to see how sweet Milima and Macho are. And they realize owls aren't as scary as they thought. Macho and Milma teaching us how to love with owl our hearts. Oh, thanks, Amash. That story was beautiful. My pleasure, Lawrence. You did a great job being macho. Make sure you come back to Kenya again. We've got lots of animals and heaps of stories about them. Kwaherini, that means goodbye in Swahili. I would love to come back, Amosh. I will catch you next time. I kind of want to stay here forever. I mean, Kenya is just so beautiful. <sighs> base to Lawrence, base to Lawrence, are you ready to file your safari report? Today's safari was out of this world. We discovered that in Kenya, owls say woo, woo, and people think they're evil because of local superstition. But one super-duper cute, loved-up owl couple is helping Kenyans to open their hearts and feel that all you need is love. That is so romantic, Lawrence. Oh, I'm going to cry. Oh, this safari has been too much. Just, oh, there's been too much, too much love. It's so beautiful. It is pretty adorable, like you're crying, Lawrence. I guess I'll see you back at base. Without feather ado, over and owl. Over and out, Laura. Thank you so much for listening to our first season of Animal Sound Safari. Now, I know what you're thinking. Lawrence, no! We just got started. It can't be over so soon. And you're right. I feel exactly the same way. Oh, oh bring it in. Bring it in, Lawrence. But I'm happy to report that we're already busy working on season two. Yay! So make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss any new episodes.
And if you have a weird or wacky animal story from around the world that you think we should know about, please write to us via the Animal Sound Safari page on the ABC website. Thanks to today's guest Amosh Owino, animal expert Laura Jean McKay, and Ruby, Lachlan, Talia, and Luca from Dulwich Hill Primary School. And thank you to the amazing humans who look after Milama and Macho at Raptor Rehab in Kenya. This podcast is made by a parliament of our lovers at ABC Audio Studios. Writer Samantha Turnbull and audio engineer Bella Tropiano, creator and producer Emma Gibbs, supervising producer Kyla Slavin, executive producer Justine Kelly, and the manager of ABC Audio Studios, Kelly Reardon. Until next time, I'm Lawrence Gunathilaka, and this is Animal Sound Safari. All you need is love and animal adventures. Hoo, 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 hoo.